Are you in the market for yet another podcast? Well, I strongly encourage you to check out Cadillac on Mars, a podcast about really nothing at all because 2020 just sucks and we all need a break from our own minds. Jump into their world for just a little bit. Starring our personal favorite skating school administrator, Chalfie, and Delvin, I'm not clearly on enough podcast cocks, team up once again and bring you a monthly check-in and talk about just whatever they feel like. Oh yeah, Sean is supposed to be there too, but uh, let's be real, probably not. So, if you're looking for a really chill podcast to just hang out with your friends or heck, perhaps meet some new ones, check out Cadillac on Mars, debuting the first week in November. It's like Fluxtapose or PSVG Prime, but you know, less white. Hey everyone, Kevin again. Listen, it's 2020, nothing on TV, can't go out to the movies, and I mean, if you did, there's nothing new being released, politics everywhere, just COVID, you know? If you want a break from all that stuff, where do you go for some decent entertainment? That's right, Twitch, and I'm going to clue you in on a good one. Head on over to twitch.tv slash gabbingabout and check out Follow and say hi to our buddy JP. He's a variety streamer covering a little bit of everything. You want to play some Jackbox? Got you covered. Dark Souls? Check. Halo? You know it. He's going to talk about four main things in his community. Games, tech, film, and other. That's right. GTFO. (laughs) It's like PSVG. It's a beacon of safe space for all comers. If you want to chill community and have some fun... This is a safe place to hang out. So head on over, check out twitch.tv slash gabbingabout, and follow him over on Twitter at protofo, that's P-R-O-T-O-F-O-E, and tell him Kevin and the rest of PSVG Prime sent you. What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? and all to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network and the only gaming podcast not nominated for Game of the Year. It is I, your host, Kevin, and with me, as always, my hetero life mate, Mr. Lucas Rose. Why, hello there. Hello. I'm just realizing now that even though it said I was live, the live counter just started going about five seconds ago, so I don't know if we got all that intro in. Oh, wow. 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 It's like the NHL counter. They always are just having to mess with the, the time. They don't know. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, any like, sports counter, really. They do yeah, that in football, too. Yeah. They was going to roll back. Clock. Yeah. It's like, who knows? They could just be making that up. I don't know. Give them more time. Yeah. Make so, them feel better. If we, if we came in mid-sentence, guys, hi. Welcome to the show. You know what it is because you're listening to it. You had to select it. It doesn't just come up on your feed automatically. That'd be cool if it did. We'd get a lot more listeners. That would be like, here's a suggested podcast based on your listening preferences. Another thing I would suggest is being like those awesome people over on patreon.com slash PSVG. 
So thank you to our special producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Borboni, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Mike Massick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Falhaba, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. If you'd like to help support the show and the rest of the podcast network, head on over to patreon.com slash PSVG. You get some cool goodies for supporting us and keeping this pirate ship afloat. So, Lucas. Yeah. You know, I've had a, a string of, of, of bad luck, I would say, lately with, with stuff stopping working on me, like the Switch, which I fixed, and that was good. No no major issues there. The computer, uh, last week we talked about that. Um, so my car was going in for an inspection, I think, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, I predicted, I was like, they always will go out of their way to find something. Like, they can't just take your money for the inspection. They have to find something else to charge you for. They got to justify their job. <laughs> exactly. So I had, I had sunk, uh, gosh, it was like 300 and something dollars into the car, counting inspection, counting two new tires, um, an oil change, and some other like little tune-up stuff they had to do um, to get it to pass inspection. All good, no problem. Um, yesterday, we – no, two days ago now. Yeah, we were going to go to, I don't know if your town has these or state has these, and I know they're popping up kind of all over the place. They have these uh, places you can go and just drive through the Christmas lights. Like you actually pay an entrance fee and it's like a mile of like lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, our base, our baseball, local baseball team, um, minor league would do it at the, the um, over there. I don't know if they do it in the parking lot or something because yeah. I haven't been there before, but yeah, I'm familiar with this. Okay, so so we did it. Um, it was at Gillette Stadium mm-hmm. where the Patriots play, so it was, it was at their, their across the street from their arena. Okay. Um, and it's actually put on by HBO Max. Like, it's HBO Max Presents whatever it was called of lights by Verizon. So it was like this weird corporate sponsored thing. <laughs> but the, the plan was we bought tickets like for this like months ago because we're like, you know, 2020 sucks. We're not going to go see Santa because number one at the time when we bought the tickets, we didn't know if that was even possible. And now seeing this whole sad thing of like, you're between plexiglass and Santa's far away from you. I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, so we're yeah. like, we're, we'll do yeah. something fun. We'll go do this. Um, so we bought tickets uh, for myself, my in-laws uh, that we were all going to go two cars. We're going to pile everyone in and go, see all the lights so they they came over here we were loading up in the car go to start my car nothing that's Sputters. not good. Beep, 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 beep. okay it's definitely like a battery issue so mm-hmm. funny thing is i drove it the night before it was completely fine no issues didn't like stall while starting up like nothing at all uh so my brother-in-law hooks up the jumper cables we try and jump it nothing happens we mess with it for like a half an hour nothing so like great okay we we end up taking two different cars and going we did the event no problem so i uh call I was trying to figure out what the best way of doing it. And car batteries for my car apparently aren't cheap. It's a Ford. So I don't know. Hmm. It's just, it's like $150 battery. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, but then I'm looking at how my car is set up. It's a Ford escape. And like the amount of panels you have to remove. Cause like for some reason now we cover the engine with all plastic. Oh, plastic. Yeah. That's what so, we want to see now. Yeah. Yeah. So like you had, to, we were able to remove the panels to do the jumper thing. But at that point, even then you could only see like one of the, uh, the positive port whatever you call it yeah terminal terminal yeah. thank you so we're only able to see that so like you couldn't even access the whole battery for me to change it myself anyway so my brother-in-law was oh, like well we can do it he's like but you have to remove like this and this and this and this and this and i'm like you know what i have AAA. let me look up how much it is if they just come and do that because they do offer battery replacement so mm-hmm. it cost me an extra 40 bucks okay but dude it's well worth it the guy came to the house today took everything apart well he tested the battery said okay the battery has a charge like right now he goes but it was completely dead he's like so i don't know if you left your lights on or something i was like no because my car would would make noises like plus it 
faces my house at the end of the night. So when I go and close all the windows up, I would have saw the headlights, you know, blinding in the house. Right. I was like, definitely wasn't that. He's like, okay. He's like, so you have two options. You can either we'll charge it now. You take it to your local shop, have them fully charged, and then we can come back and test it to see if it's going to hold that charge, or we'll just replace the battery. I'm like, just do it. So we took everything apart, put the battery in, no problem. Uh, about 40 minutes, I think, from the whole experience. But the whole time, I'm just in my house. So it wasn't a big deal. Okay. Um, so he leaves, no problem. That afternoon, I go to go out somewhere. And because the new battery is put in, you know, all your electronic panels are reset. Like, the clock was off or like that. So I had to go fix all that stuff. And when I was doing that, I hit the wipers on accident. Wipers aren't moving. He had to remove the wipers as part of putting the battery in. Oh, no. So I had to call them back. It was like an hour later, they came back again. One guy came back, started working on it. He couldn't figure it out. So the other guy who changed the battery that morning also came. So I had two AAA guys working on my car for like three or four hours all, to, all total today. It's fine now, but I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, $600 in this car in a matter of exactly two weeks. Because it was two weeks ago Friday, two weeks ago from today. Jeez. Just. <clears throat> That's yeah. Uh, upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Pain in the ass, man. But I we're going to talk about games. Yeah. And we played some. We did some. You and I. I'm looking at the list. I did more than I even have here, but I'm saving it for next week. Some Because you know you're not going to play anything else other than one game. Exactly. In fact, I'm going to take a vacation from gaming and just read a book. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't, why don't you go first? Because you have a couple things okay. here I can chime in on as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so a little backstory. Thanks to the... Um, the beautiful, the, the the just generous, the awesome Joshua Barboni of uh, Board with Video Games fame. He contacted me and said, "Hey, uh, I have this extra Xbox One X. Do you do? You, would you be able to use it?" And I said, "Yeah, uh, I had happened to just upgrade to Xbox, or I mean Game Pass Ultimate because." I was looking for the EA stuff to, to come along. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I know some of the console stuff is different. So yeah, I definitely would be able to. And I'm, to be honest with you, there are nights where I just want to press a button and start playing a game as opposed to the computer where it's like, all right, how do I uh, dink around with this for 20 minutes before it starts working correctly or whatever. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And, but I said, you know, whatever you decide to do is fine. Well, he decided to send it to me. He gave me a little backstory on it. And he said he used to give it uh, to his brother, I think he said, but um, he's not like super big into gaming. And um, he just thought maybe I could um, put some use to it. So that is exactly what I have been doing. As you saw, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, wait a minute, I can rent. Uh, sorry, Nintendo Switch owners. I can rent real games that I've actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, but I can rent some of the games that I had been interested in that weren't necessarily on the Switch. We're on the PC, but I'd have to to like wait to um, purchase on sale. Like, say, yeah, you'd actually have to pay for them when you don't have to now. Right, exactly. Like uh, Divine or Divinity Two or, or Original mm-hmm. Sin Two or whatever, whatever the heck that game's called. Been wanting to play that for a quite quite a while now, and now I can just get it from the library and uh, pay nothing because I love gaming so much. I'd lo- I just don't want to pay them anything for making video games. I mean, you have options. Why would you? <laughs> exactly, exactly. No one can blame me. Um, so that said, 
And I tell him, thank you very much, sir. I, I've told him that many times uh, to the point where he's just kind of like, okay, dude, I get it. You're, you're, you're very happy that I sent this to you. Now leave me alone and stop messaging me at three in the, in the morning. And I was I like, I even messaged him actually and said how awesome of a dude he was. So wow. I even did it. No wonder why he's sick and tired. He's like, I get it. I'm awesome. Jeez. I already knew that. <laughs> I can't. He, his ego's like this. Now. <laughs> it is. It is. He's like, I should do this. Wife more. is like, honey, will you take out the trash? Like, no, gosh, I'm awesome. I can't be doing that. <laughs> my friends like me now. <laughs> you bought one month of my uh, gratitude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of stuff on Game Pass, too, uh, starting out because uh, – why not? It's there, right? Uh-huh. And so uh, I started with – now my son was with me at the time because this came during the day, and I was like, let's get it set up. I know I'm going to have to do a lot of downloading and, sure. and remembering what my password is for Xbox. And uh, so I was getting games that him and I could try out together, one of which was Untitled Goose Game, which yeah, I have buddy. for a while. Um, and they just recently added two-player, I believe. I mean, fairly recently, yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think it started out that way, but uh, yeah, him and I were partners in crime in the Entitled Goose game, and it's a pretty fun game. Uh, It's kind of one of those that I'm glad I didn't end up buying just because like the shtick, like once you get the the gist of the whole thing, you're like, all right, I know what I'm in for. Um, And actually two players a little bit frustrating uh, with my son because you can't wander away from from each other too far, uh, which makes it very difficult when you're trying to run away from the the yep. human people mm-hmm. and and uh steal their stuff so it's kind of like dude you gotta be i find he'll stop and just watch what i'm doing sometimes and i'm like <laughs> you gotta be me. come on let's go but you're so um, much better than me you're more entertaining <laughs> i'm like it, it just gets unnecessarily frustrating and i feel bad because i that's how i get with video gaming like i, I want to win so i don't want to be like getting after my son for not playing. So I try to, I try to be cool about it, but yeah, it, it's pretty fun. Um, sometimes like the farther you get in, the, the puzzles get a little obtuse yeah. and you really have to pay attention to what, uh, f- for instance, I knew this and I had seen it happen, but I didn't put two and two together. And that was that to get like the, the clue was have someone smash the vase, the, ex- the rare vase or expensive mm-hmm. vase or whatever. I'm like, how does that happen? And then there were some other, there were things around that made me think, okay, maybe this is how you do it. Maybe this is how you do it. No, no, can't just throw it on the ground and have it break. You have to uh, throw it in the neighbor's yard because if you notice, the neighbors will throw all of the other person's stuff across the fence. But like, I don't, I wouldn't put that together. Like I, yeah, clearly I didn't because I had to look it up. But yeah, that was the solution to that puzzle. I'm just like, oh, I mean, it, it makes sense. But I would never have thought of that, probably. Yeah. I would probably would have stumbled on it on accident. So um, there's some puzzles like that where you're like, I don't even know how to like what you want me to do here. Um, but other than that, it, it's fun. And, you know, it's fun to be a goose and be a jerk. So uh, it's a good time. He just wants to be a goose. Like he doesn't care about any of the. Yeah, the honking people. yeah exactly. He just wants to honk and take things. I'm like, that's not even part of the objective. And he's like, I oh, know I'm just taking it. And I'm like, but it's awesome. Okay, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, okay, man, whatever. Have fun. Uh, another game that I just had to do was um, NHL 20. Now, obviously the newest one is NHL 21, but that is not on the EA play yeah. thing right now. So, I thought, well, I'll see if anybody's playing. Uh, there's always some stragglers who are like me who are playing the old game. And oh, so yeah. 
Now, uh, for those who aren't familiar, I've played NHL from, I think, 09 to 2013. So a fair bit of, of playing. And I'd play that all year mm-hmm. until the next one came out, basically. Uh, and so... I wanted to see what changes had been made in the basically five, six years that I haven't played it. And uh, I booted it up and yeah, they've, they've made some changes, but at the same time, it's still the same old NHL, just like most of these sports games are. Uh, It's like riding a bike, really all of the, my hands, my muscle memory came right back. I knew all the buttons took no time at all to, to get into the game and play. Um, But one, some of the things they they did minor changes like when you pass you don't just uh, you don't just pass to the person like uh, you use the left thumbstick to kind of point in the direction yeah. you want the pass to go and it'll go to that person that player. Now you can pretty much pass wherever you want regardless of if there's a person over there or not. There's like no auto oh, uh, yeah. like pass. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is to a certain degree, as long as there's somebody over there, but you can also like bank it off the boards and that type of thing. So you can really set up some area passes instead of man passes where you're directly giving it to someone. You can kind of um, bank it off the boards to get it around a defender or something like that. So it took a second for me to kind of get the the hang of that, but then you kind of see what you can do with it and realize, oh, okay, this is um, this is opening up some new options for me, which is always nice. I'm pretty sure there's some other things that I'm not um, aware of yet because I haven't had to use them. But uh, so they've made some minor tweaks there. But I mean, it's all pretty much still the same. And uh, I, I'm the bug is back, man. I, I nice. love playing NHL. I don't know what it is about. I wasn't even that big of a hockey fan. Like I used to watch hockey uh, more than I do now, but it it's more about the gameplay yeah. for sure than it is about the sport. So I'm with you. It's like, I, I same way too. Like I used to like high school. I absolutely loved hockey. I'd watch it. I play it every day. Same thing with like video games, be all over it. And then it just, I don't know. It fell off. And it's like, I don't know. Like I can only find time to keep up with like football because it's only once a week. With yeah. Hockey and all the other sports. It's like, it could be on any day of the week, any time. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. How am I supposed to follow this? Yeah. Um, I do want to try the, and it should be on there too. I think it's on the game pass. The, the, 94 rewind yep that is on there. i want to yep. try that because that's that's the that's the last time i played hockey was like you oh, know wow. a lot was like the yeah. that generation that was like 95 era. 96 so um i played the newer one so like i think i played 20 a little bit too but like the ones i played all the time was like that style so i'm looking forward to trying that out. i, just haven't I would definitely we should probably set up yeah. a game between you yeah, and totally. i on that one for sure um Speaking of uh, another game mode that they have apparently now is you can play like three on three uh, pond hockey. And that was kind of interesting because it definitely changes the pace of the game. Um, This is basically um, uh, sort of like when you have overtime, you you have uh, less players on the ice just to Mm -hmm. get scoring to kind of um, the hope would be that the the period doesn't last as long. So you get a winner at the end of the game. So um, that was kind of an interesting to go thing to go through because that's sort of like the EASHL, which was the online six V six game mode that they had before, which is also still in there as well. But um, like now they have these different levels of hockey and competitiveness, which was pretty interesting. Um, Last thing on the Xbox in general is today uh, you saw this. I got a fat stack of games from the it library. Did. Way too and, many, dude. Like, can I just say that? Like, you got some yeah. of the longest games imaginable, too. I'm like, there is no way you're going to get through this. Yes. So, like, for, like spoiler Red Dead Redemption 2. 
<laughs> it's Bro, like that's like hours. a 200 hour game like what uh, are you doing yeah. as i have this other game we're going to talk about okay. now yeah well, um, yeah, yeah well here's the thing i figured what i would do because i all of the other games I ever get, especially for the Switch, they have waiting times. And so I just kind of added them as I thought about them. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't check it. And they none of them had wait time. So they all came in at the same time. I'm sure they let you even take that many out. I don't know that like our local ones will let you take that many. Like you got like four hundred dollars worth of games. Like easily. <laughs> yeah. Like at least. Well, because of COVID, I don't think they enforce those rules, but mm. they used to have only six out at a time. And even that's actually quite a bit. Um, but yeah, they didn't say anything about it. Um, so yeah, so I have Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Marvel Avengers, Avengers. The, the newer one, the multiplayer or whatever, uh, along with some stuff that I grabbed for my son to play with me, um, like the SpongeBob SquarePants Rehydrated, your favorite game. Oh, I didn't see you had that in the sack. I didn't notice that one. Yep. I saw the, some of the other ones. I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, so I grabbed all of those, but here's what I didn't know. I didn't know you had to install the games, even though you have the disc. What is that about? Well, you got to remember, Xbox went to launch doing digital only, if you recall. I and they were like, recall. hey, you can't, you know, trade the disc to anybody because it won't work. So I think they kept kind of that core component built into the infrastructure mm. that you still had to install the game. But yeah, that's that's one of the biggest. Like, honestly, like, I mean, this won't help for the library, but that's why I gave up on the physicals like it just doesn't matter anymore anyway i'm like so i'll just download everything and be ready to go yeah that makes a lot more sense i mean in that in that um same vein it's basically a computer in mm-hmm. that sense because you that was the big i thought that was the big advantage was you pop the game in the the disc tray and then away you go but if that's the way the ps5 and stuff is too then what's the point i mean i might as well go digital the only thing is that like i'm sure it installs faster like you still have to download the patches it might install faster than downloading the whole game i don't know yeah i don't know either well i know that i had to download nine gigs and there was only like five megabytes on the disc or something ridiculous oh, or megabytes no, like no it must just be at like least, the license on there at that's least it. on that one yeah because that was ridiculous um so it was like sorry kiddo we gotta wait 10 minutes so we can play uh freaking spongebob squarepants rehydrated or is that what you played yeah yeah we oh. played a little bit of that tonight and boy was that something we'll talk yeah. about that another time though um so yeah, I didn't realize that that was the case, and so I was kind of like, uh, "Okay, well, I have this stack of games now that I have to go and install before I can switch between them." And uh, my my plan was basically to start them, see what I thought about them, and then sort of re- reorder them into a yeah. a play order that I care about, and then um, I'll have to get them back at another time or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is because we are both playing uh, the newly released highly anticipated much maligned perhaps uh, with some people uh cyberpunk 2077 now, how much did you play of it so far not a lot not a Me lot either. um i probably played an hour in 20 minutes of that was making my character look as goofy as i do so <laughs> um it's like he sort of looks like me if you squint, but he definitely looks uh, like more jacked than I do. Obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like movie version me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know how much I've talked about it in, in on this show, but I've been pretty pumped for this game mm-hmm. uh, just based on the stuff that I, I mean, I don't cyberpunk is, it's like a tabletop role-playing game, I believe, uh, because it has its own like book 
uh, like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, like that whole thing. It has its own book series uh, for that, dedicated to that stuff, which I just found out. I had no clue. Um, but Humble Bundle, of all things, had like, <laughs> here's all of these old books for uh, digi- on digital that you can download. Um, and I was like, oh, dang, I didn't even realize this was based on an existing property. Um, but it doesn't surprise me. Now, I believe that's true. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but I, that seemed to be what the case was. Either way, it doesn't matter because Shadowrun, um, you know, all of these cyberpunk-type things uh, have always been a real big uh, um, thing that I've been interested in. And so once I heard this was announced and it was coming from Project, Project CD Red, I was pretty excited and then it seems like a lot of people, like it just kept catching on for everybody and it became this huge uh, release thing that, I mean, I'm not surprised people were excited for because it it's Project CD Red, but I guess I'm surprised that so many people are like, yeah, cyberpunk stuff. That's awesome. I, I felt like when I, <laughs> I felt like when I was into it, nobody really cared. Nobody right, was exactly. like, oh, a new Shadowrun game. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I was, I was just excited by the subject matter more than anything. And then the icing on the cake would be that CD project red was working on it. So, uh, you know, just kind of waited around in the wings while it, while it made itself up and, and they worked on it and finally it released. And I played, like I said, about an hour of it and, um, I heard the rumblings, right? So around the internet, I've been trying as much as probably you have also been trying to avoid spoilers or really anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard to ignore the rumblings of the internet about all the different issues and everything that have sprung up since the release of the game. It's a little bit muddled as far as I'm concerned, because people have been playing it early and then there was like a day one patch. So it's kind of like, well, who do you believe? Cause it's, yeah. Yeah, like, what was your experience? Did you download the patch? Could you download the patch? I have no clue. Guess what, though? I don't care because I have it now, and I'm playing it, and I didn't really have... I didn't have any serious issues beyond most open-world games. Uh, My character was... I shared in the Discord, my character was naked when I looked in the mirror, which I'm like, I'm pretty sure I left the house with clothes on, but whatever. Cyberpunk being cyberpunk. Um, But other than that, there was nothing too serious. Um laughable though was the idea that it automatically set the highest ultra detail quality (laughs) for my computer and i'm like "Ah, i'm pretty sure that's not right but i just left it i was like okay whatever maybe you auto set it all and thought it was fine and i started the game and you know how you're sitting at the bar and you have that little drinking sequence and everything i started the game and it was running at like 20 frames per second it was like vomit inducing i'm like nap nope 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 immediately hit escape and have to finagle all the settings um and i was able to figure out what the biggest problem was and i've had the issue before um it's the volumetric fog setting for anybody on pc it seems to not play well with amd cards i had that same problem in uh another game uh resident evil 2 yeah actually um, so yeah, it seems to be how they handle it or something, but after I got it all set up, dude, like completely immersive, um, the gameplay we've talked about a little bit in discord, it is kind of heavy, kind of that, uh, I call it moving the mouse cursor through mud. Uh, cause it's just that real, mm. it's not snappy. Uh, you know, it's not like quake or something like that. No, or it's like Doom. fallout is what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, like exactly. Yep, exactly. More of that RPG shooting uh, feeling 
which is fine. I, I don't really mind. It doesn't feel inaccurate so much as it does just feel heavy, I guess. And I'm okay with that. Um, I picked up a lot of junk. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I can yeah, pick it up. I can, I can just grab it, whatever. Sure. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of figuring out to do. Uh, I also heard one of our, uh, one of our friends compare it to uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, and I can definitely see yeah. that uh, mm-hmm. with the way that you activate switches and there's a lot of things that you can use around uh, the environment and that type of thing. I can definitely see that comparison as well. I got the um, Batman detective mode too. Like every oh, time you yep. do a thing like that to me, I'm like, oh, like you identify what you can pick up and do stuff like that, which is that yeah. hacking thing. Yeah, the scan. Yeah, mode. definitely could see that as well. Uh, so yeah, you can you can see some of the inspirations mm-hmm. throughout the game. But uh, for me, you know, it's all working. And one of the the craziest things for me is not just how it looks, but also um, just the sense of scale. Uh, I feel like a lot of the time when you have cities in games, they feel not condensed in the sense of like how much it sprawls, like how big the city is, how far you can travel uh, foot squared, you know, like not that or miles, if you will. Um, It's more of the sense of the space between the road and the sidewalk and the the sides of the buildings, like all of that usually feels kind of condensed. Yeah. And if you look in real life, you know, you have like two lanes of traffic and then a median and then another two lanes. And then there might be like this weird plaza or that type of thing. And they have all of that. Uh, It it feels very spaced out and uh, not so much maze like or corridor like within Mm -hmm. a city, but actually a constructed architected, if you can, if that's a word, uh, architectural city. So, yeah. from that sense, you know, from an hour in, that's kind of my perspective. Uh, how, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm about the same thing. Uh, like you said, it feels heavy, like it feels like a fallout, which that's that's a bonus for me because um, I like that type of gameplay thing there. Uh, I made it through the VR training and like the rest of the, in that mission, basically. And that's where I stopped. OK, so um, you got but, back home and that's well, who, who did you what faction did you pick? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um I am uh, the street punk or whatever it's okay, called. Okay, so you have street a different punk. mission. I was Corpo. Oh, okay. Well, so it's a little different. We're, we have to be enemies now. <laughs> That's true. We do. Okay, <laughs> we'll fight this out in the street later on. Um, but yeah, so like I, I completed the VR missions in like the first intro mission, I guess, to the game there, and then I'd stop there, and I didn't get any chance to play today due to everything I talked about earlier. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like it so far. I do see a lot of people talking about like the glitches and the, and the shutdowns. I haven't had any issues yet. I'm playing on the Series S. Um, so knock on wood, that continues. If not, I know a lot of people on our Discord are talking about just holding off until the next-gen version comes. I don't know when that's supposed to come, though. So that, like, <laughs> they said it's coming in 2021. That could be summer? I don't like. I wouldn't want to yeah. wait that long, I feel like. So unless I get something like groundbreaking like i'm not going to stop playing i don't think now when a patch comes out i might go back and replay it and pick a different faction yeah i, I could see that happening like, right to see how different it is but i don't think i'm gonna wait i think i'm gonna keep playing this um i do i was charged with since i was playing it anyway to do a review for gamesreviews.com for it anyway so okay. i'm just gonna play it and it'll probably be like a um a review in progress kind of thing because this game is so big that you can't just you know, I feel like you can't slap it down and just write a review. I know some people did, you know, your IGN, stuff like that, they did, and they say, like, the campaign's 30 hours or so, but 
I don't know. I don't feel right doing that. I don't think so. I, I think I'm just going to play a bit, write like an in progress thing, kind of just do like a journal, a journaling of my progress. Or oh, that's just cool. Kind of do it that way. I think so. Yeah. Um. So who knows? But yeah, I'll be work on that. Um. The other game I was playing too was um Empire of Sin. Yeah, I'm curious. So this is the one thoughts. that Romero Games did, the creator of Doom originally, and this is anything but Doom. Um. <laughs> It's basically I'm trying to think of the best way. This one's been like a tough one to describe. It's if Civilization met SimCity met XCOM. So what Empire of Sin is is you start <laughs> off by selecting a, a mobster, a gangster, uh, much like you'd pick a country in Civilization. So that's where that oh, inspiration okay. comes from. Okay. So you know I'm flipping through and there's all different heritages. You know you have some Chinese and Japanese gangsters. You have you know Spanish and, and everything like that. I had to go with the classic Italian, so I picked Al Capone. Hey. You gotta do it, right? I'm Italian over here. <laughs> hey, well, forget about it. Huh? Forget um, about it. You gotta get some scroll. Um, but you gotta um <laughs> you basically are showing up in Chicago and you're you're trying to build your empire there. Um okay. I'm sorry, was the character's name Jackie? Because it probably had to be Jackie, right? There's always Al, a Jackie. Al Capone. Al Capone. Oh, it's literally oh sorry, I must miss that. It's yeah. literally the historical figure. <clears throat> yeah. Ah, Got you, got you. So, I mean, there's other ones too, and I don't know if they're all legit gangsters or just Al Capone. That would be really weird. If they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might be. I don't know. Like I said, it's like Civilization. They take like the world leaders, so it could have been very much like something like that. I don't know enough of my mobster history. Okay. Um, but basically, from there on, you you recruit some people and you start building your empire, and you kind of have this overworld map um, that shows like the different gang territories and buildings that are available to purchase. And ones that you can try and attack and take over. And basically you build um, brothels, uh, speakeasies, uh, distilleries, hotels. <laughs> Very fine establishments. Right, right. It's all oh, in uh, casinos. So you build those different things and you kind of have to manage your money and your assets. And you can improve them. Uh, you can make them more secure, serving better liquor. Like, so you make more money. So it has that... And that's where the SimCity kind of comes in. You actually have to balance your world. So you're not spending too much money that you run out of stuff. You're not just buying all these places and not keeping them secure because other gangs will just come in and take them from you. Uh, so that's like the city management aspect of it. Okay. But when you actually go to war with either the police, a rival gang, or you try and take over an area, all of the combat is X, is uh, XCOM style. Or like Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle style. Like you select your characters, you have your Overwatch, you have your spaces you can move and you can do hand-to-hand combat or you can shotgun, machine gun, whatever, Tommy guns. Uh, it's all like that. So it's it's a really weird hybrid of like mishmash of all these different kinds of games. And your goal is basically just to take over Chicago and be like the crime lord. And you can partner with other gangs and keep them in your favor, just like Civilization, you have those treaties. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the game. Like I don't, I haven't beaten it, so I don't, think that there's actually like i mean there's a story as to why you're playing and like this cut scenes where you negotiate with the other gangsters but i don't think there's like a story saying like okay i went and i beat the game i think they're all like scenarios because like a quick start there's a scenario picker like i think uh, it's just it's like civilization you just play and once you, yeah. you beat the match you beat the match like it's like that um it is well done it's definitely not a game for everybody because i think a lot of people thought it was something different from like those early trailers i think they thought they were just running around being the gangster and shooting people kind of like uh old school grand theft auto like top down yeah it's it's not like that at all it's it's very much XCOM turn-based combat and more city management than anything else um but it's good it's well done um it's voice acted uh for the most part some things get a little repetitive uh like as you select things it's kind of like um job's done like the, like those kind of things like <laughs> yeah like it, six 
different exactly so it's reminiscent of that kind of stuff so it gets a little tedious but the the characters you have like your XCOM type warriors it's it's very much like that you're able to outfit them with the custom gear uh they have perk and skill trees that they can level up as well as you build your gang so they all have like a distinct feeling so it's not just oh thug one and thug two and they do the same exact thing they Mm. all have their separate loadouts and talents and stuff that they're good at and stuff that they're not good at so you can pick what you want for person how big of a squad are we talking here like how big is your barracks like are we saying 10 people 20 you can hire i think as many as you want as you're able to afford because they do so what happens is as you hire people they take a certain cut of your profits for being in your gang ah okay so like the lower level people come on they take like two percent but later on as you get more powerful you might recruit somebody bigger and they might take ten percent so you have to manage it you're not taking more than what you want to give up because then you won't be able to run your empire so it's very much that's the sim city-esque balancing of your resources versus what you can afford and do gotcha yeah, and as, and you and you could tick people off to like the the cops had busted me for something, and Parkington. I could I could throw them under the bus, so I was fine, but then they'd hate me, mm. and or we could all go to jail. And I lost something like fifty percent of my money and my locations. I was like, I don't want to lose that much stuff, so like I threw them under the bus. So then I lost favor with them, and they left my gang. So then I had to worry about them joining up with another gang later on because they had whatever they had on them, and I had to build new people. I had to recruit new people off the street and retrain them. So it's like, oh snap, you have to kind of toy with that kind of stuff. But it's pretty cool. So like if you're into like those types of games, it's definitely uh, fun and, and worth playing. It's just I don't think this is a game that like the mainstream population would be like, oh yeah, I want to play this game. This is my jam. Like this is my game of the year. Like I, it, for me, it's sitting like a seven, seven and a half probably. Like, it's decent, um, but you got to be in the mood to play something like this. Yeah, it's. De- I mean, all of those things ha- have piqued my interest just because I have been interested in all of those separately. Mm-hmm. So yep. to put them all together is an interesting idea. Uh, obviously, that just comes down to execution because any one of those genres of of the type of person who would like one of those genres might be looking for too much in that genre. Yeah. And yep. when you put a lot of that together, you lose some of them. So, Oh yeah. It's definitely not like as in depth as like, like I just did SimCity for the comparison, but like it doesn't have that level of, of thing. The XCOM, the combat is right. quite as deep as it is, you know, here it's not as deep, you know, as it would be an XCOM, but there's right. enough there that you're like, okay, this is what they're copying here. This is the inspiration for this. This is the inspiration for that. So it could definitely open some people's eyes to those type of games. Like if you were a SimCity fan and you play this, you're like, whoa, I kind of like this combat. Like, well then yeah, you should try XCOM. You'll probably like that too. Like it might yeah. introduce people that way, but you're right. Like it's, it's a mishmash of three different things and none of them are fully in depth as they would be if they were alone for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of it for me. And I think for a while, it's going to be cyberpunk a lot. I think (laughs) it's going to be talking about stuff. Yeah. That's kind of my feelings too. That's all right, folks. It's the holidays. We're going to slow down a little bit and try focus on something except for you you're gonna be blasting through library games but (laughs) i uh, i will take one hour uh impressions and that will be about the extent of it you should try and do um because it'll probably be the easiest one the the marvel avengers like do the campaign you could probably get through that in about 10 hours i think i was gonna say i heard it was pretty short it's the replayability yeah and and i like the campaign the story was good it was interesting enough but it's like something like once you beat that you could probably put it down and you're like you're, you don't need to do the multiplayer stuff. You and I'm just at where everybody who bought it is at now. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Waiting yep. for content. Yeah. So you'd be fine. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I mean, Kate Bishop dropped now, and I thought about it, but then I'm like, but Cyberpunk, I can't go back and play that again. 
Yeah, I'll blame you there. Yeah, I mean, play through the campaign, then you can put that, and like that one can come off your pile real quick. And then like something nice. like Red Dead Redemption, that might be the one that's going to take you forever. That's like when there's a drought and there's nothing to play. Yes, because so. you 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 should be able to get that pretty easily. I think again at this point, like everyone's played it at this point. That's not. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a waiting list for that. Amazingly, I have no clue what happens. So, oh, besides cowboy gunfights, I, I know and horse riding. You got it, partner. That, that's the whole game. But God. enough from us, folks. It's time to hear from you. It's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes in from our buddy Callow. This was stemmed off of uh, some Game Awards talk. Actually, both these questions are. Um, Callow says, so is Fortnite your game of the year then? Um, so I'm going to add on to kind of just say what what would be our game of the year right now like we're not doing so for for folks that have listened to us over the years we typically do uh you know the psvg awards and we we kind of did the same type of thing we all voted as a staff and we have like a fan well you know nominations and stuff like that we go through and we do the whole thing that got to be way too much work and we always end up making somebody angry about something because we all don't agree on the same things um so we opted just to not do that we're all too busy now at this point the, the network has flourished out to everybody's on a show so it's really hard to navigate and doing all the stuff that we were doing for the 20 show. people on an award show yeah like i was having to coordinate all the people were recording their snippets and i'd have to edit it was an editing nightmare to do all that stuff like it dude it took forever yeah so it's like mm, i'm not gonna do it so we'll just talk about you know what we have a game of year uh type things there um so callow no fortnite is not my game of the year although i probably put more hours maybe into fortnite than anything else if you think i guess over because i played it the whole year um i don't know and this is gonna probably make lucas feel a little bit better i don't know okay. that i have one um, <laughs> i do feel better and we we were looking at our list before we before we started the show like hey what do we actually play that was from 2020 and um I did a lot. I mean, I, I had a lot of review games. So like, I certainly experienced some things, and yeah. I don't think I have one that I'm like, man, I would I would have dropped every other game to play this and nothing else. Um, I mean, The Last of Us 2 is fantastic. Ghost of Tsushima, I absolutely loved that game, and that was a huge surprise um, for me. Um, what else was great? Hades was great, and that was another surprise. I wasn't expecting to like that game as much as I did. Uh, you know, Animal Crossing, I sank tons of hours into that, and I still play that. Every time there's an update, I go back to it, and it hooks me again. Uh what was it? Um, what was the elk one? Story of Elk, Elk Island. Oh gosh, um, I forgot the name of it now. Oh boy, Welcome to Elk. That's what it was. You know, Welcome to Elk was one of my favorite indie games I played this entire yeah. year. And my my daughter actually just went and played it. Uh, my middle daughter, who inherited my old Xbox, I told her to download and play it because she liked games like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch and those kind of story based games. So I was like, try this one. I was like, I really enjoy this one. And she came out after she beat it. And she was like, What was that ending? So I was like, Yes, that's perfect. It's exactly what I wanted from your reaction. So I, I mean, there's been so many games this year that I've played that have all brought something special. At least that little bit of something. I'm like, Man, I really like this. Like. I've discovered I like roguelikes. I, I never thought I liked those kind of games, but I played tons of them. Neon Abyss, Hades. Like, I've played right. a bunch of those games this year, and it's turned me on to that type of thing. Um, so I honestly, I, I do not have a game of the year that I that I would say, like, this above all smoked everything else. Um, but I think, like, some of my favorite experiences were definitely Last of Us 2, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was another one I thought was fantastic. So there's just been, it was a great year for games, despite the COVID delays, despite everything else that was going on. Uh, this year was a, a groundbreaking year, I think for games. And I'm excited to see what happens uh, next year, but I honestly don't have one that I could say this was my, my game of the year. I just don't. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm unfortunately sort of in the same position. I, I don't even track when games come out. I feel like yeah. uh, it just, I'm just so used to playing old stuff that it doesn't really even occur to me. Um, unless obviously I, I bought it like Cyberpunk when mm-hmm. it came out, um, which is very rare. Uh, but one thing that did come to to mind was, which is it's kind of funny. I, I, 2020 is the year that lasted for five years. It's really hard to yes. remember what what even happened at the beginning of the year. But um, one thing that I didn't even really think about until I looked up a list was Half Life Alex, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of something that sort of just the announcement of it and having it come out fairly soon, um, sort of pushed me back into VR just because I had gotten used to not even using it and it sort of became an afterthought, unfortunately, right. which was always a bummer because I've always liked VR, but it's really simple. Or I mean, really easy to just kind of stop using it and then get used to not using it anymore yeah. just because it does take some like, ah, oh, I got to strap this thing to my face. Um, so sweaty. As <laughs> I, I was waiting for it, that's what she said. It's joke, actually, hot in here. Oh God! So take off your VR. Um, imagine that you you. So it's the middle of summer. You think you're home alone. You're like playing VR. You're like, oh, it's so hot. You just end up playing in the nude. Your wife just comes walking in. As How you do you do. explain that one? Like. <laughs> You just got the the handle things and the visor on nothing else. I I don't think you can explain that one. I think that's just one of those times where you say, this is one of those times where you don't ask me and I don't tell you. And we're just going to pretend like it doesn't happen or didn't happen. And beat saber. I'm so hot. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, So many jokes right there. Um, Oh, Black Mesa. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Black oh, God, Mesa. yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're laced. Uh, that was good. That was a good one. But, uh, you know, I, I both Valve games, ironically. I would probably have to go with that just because, not Black Mesa, but uh, Half-Life, Half-Life VR, um, Half-Life Alex, just because it was just something that the VR world had been waiting for. And while I don't think it, like, changed anyone's mind, per se, about VR, I think... I'm sure it did some, but not obviously didn't light the world on fire. Um, I do think it showed what we could expect when VR does hit its stride and we get more things like this where it's a triple A experience instead of just here's an experience like, ah, do you want to experience rock climbing? Here you go. It's a little rock climbing mini game, you know, that type of thing. So, uh, you know, something I really hope, comes more to vr are these triple a games that yes. uh are backed by large studios who can put the resources into it quite honestly so there you go about it I either w- I way will say, i've seen the you have what the quest quest 2 is that what it's called yes i have that now yeah. so i've seen that at target like once or twice like when it first launched like right after you got yours so you got it like almost right away when it came out to stores right yeah, I didn't. It didn't even work out. It just worked out that yeah, way. Yeah, you didn't plan it. It just happened. Yeah, yeah, it's released. And I was like, oh. So I saw it like once or twice, and I don't think I've ever seen it again. So it's it. I think it's selling, and I've seen it in a lot of like hottest gifts this holiday season. Like it seems like at least marketing wise, they're pushing it. Uh, or yeah. you know, if it's not legitimately something people are interested in, like you know that the. the those companies pay like target to put it in their list or whatever, stuff like that. So that, that happens. Right. Sure. But they're at least taking it serious enough to move it. And it's, it seems to be working at least from what I can see. I don't know how many units they made versus like, you know, a switch console or something like that. But 
I saw it once it, it, it physically in person. I don't think I've ever seen it again. So, wow. I don't know. I think it just gained track. A lot of people were holding their breath and just waiting uh, until it came out to see what, how it was and what it was like. Um, and then I think once it started getting positive traction, uh, it was kind of word of mouth and it started spreading like, Hey, here's a really cool diversion to do during uh, the lockdown. And I actually think that probably helped VR quite a bit. Just the idea that you could go somewhere else while you're stuck in your apartment or what have you. Um, but I think it did slowly catch fire because when I got it, I, it wasn't difficult to get it all. And that was when it first came out. And then now, like you said, it's getting on these hottest tech tech gifts uh-huh. and, and that type of thing. It's just it's that perfect point that we were waiting for where the tech is good enough. The accessibility is good enough because it's wireless. You know, you're not connected to anything. You can just it's a self-contained system. And the. um Oh God, what did I say? Price, accessibility, or no, I said technology. Okay. So yeah, technology, accessibility, and then obviously the price. When I bought, when I pre-ordered my first VR headset, it was twice as much as this thing was. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's at the point now where you can just conceivably try it out and Mm -hmm. see if you like it or not. So, so there you have it. Fair enough. We got there all the way from our game of the year. Got into some. Yeah, yeah, VR we did. Talk. I mean, just mention VR and I'll start blabbering. So no, it's not blabbering. It was it was a valid transition. That's what I'm saying. It was good. Um, second question comes in from Seth. What was your favorite reveal at the Game Awards, and why was it Evil West? Lucas? <laughs> it was. We're gonna talk all about the Game Awards shortly. But was what was your standout thing that you saw? If there oh, was one. Yeah, there was one thing, I think one or two things, maybe. Uh, I have to go back and find it really quick. But I, I was, can I ask you a question? Why is everything on PlayStation when they show these marketing agreements? Okay. That's what I, because nothing said like exclusive, really, that I could tell. Um, but, the only thing was, uh, which we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll get into it. Disco Elysium is coming to PS4 first, PS4, PS5 first. Uh, um, gotcha. So that one was. I don't think anything else was that I know of, but I'm also. Okay. I also didn't sit there and watch four hours of this thing, so I kind of read recaps like you did. Um, <laughs> That's how the smart man. There was something does. else that was Xbox at least timed exclusive. I thought, but I don't. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Well, um, the Callisto Protocol actually, just because uh, executive pro- creator and executive producer. Uh, of dead space you know you just put dead space in there and i'm just like yep i'm listening you you have my attention um glenn Schofield, i i it's not a lot to go on not at all not really i mean it doesn't even really explain much about the gameplay as most of these haven't they're all just teaser trailers or whatever um but i liked what i saw you know it looked interesting uh, it doesn't tell you who you play or anything really. So uh, from what I can tell you're just like stuck on some planet or something in some sort of ecosphere. Or, um, I don't know. The moon, Mars doesn't yeah, matter. Random you know, desolate planet. Exactly. Um, but it's, it's over. It's, it's time for something to fill that dead space void. Uh, that sort of sci-fi horror genre um that uh i love so much so that was kind of my standout besides like i mean dragon age we got to see a thing about it or mass effect but like that wasn't that wasn't a shocker to me like those were known things i think uh so there you go 
I agree. For me, it was Callisto Protocol as well. Uh, that grabbed me right away. Same thing. Like her Dead Space. I'm like that's what Still I wanted. I mean, well, no, it's true. Like I, I mean, I even suffered and played through Prey because I was I've been Jones for a Dead Space thing, and <laughs> yeah. and Prey Prey was good. It just wasn't. You know, it's not the same. This no, almost seems to be like the same. Like this looks like next generation Dead Space, at least from what we saw. Yeah. Like you said we don't know what the weapons look like, and and honestly, I don't need to have like the Ripper and stuff like that. Like, I don't need that yeah, stuff to be Dead that. Space. But like, just to me, when I think Dead Space, I think more of the creatures. I think more of the environment. I think of the scares. Yeah. That all seems to be there. So regardless of the character and how the combat works, I'm okay. Uh, I, I, I'm interested in this right off the bat. Um, the other thing, my other highlight, I'm going to save because we're going we're to talk about it all in a second anyway. So, okay. uh, But yeah, for me, Callisto Protocol, I think that was my standout thing. It was close second to something else. I mean, there was a close second to it, but I, didn't, I, I have to edge this one out, I think, a little bit more. I'll be curious if we have the same close second then wait and find out in like in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, not even probably. Um, so yeah, that's it for the mailbag. Everybody. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Uh, as always, we'll reach out to your discord, reach out to us on Twitter. If you want, we'll get your question answered next week. So uh, please don't be afraid to send those in. Cause I think over the next, I think after this week, it's going to be a major slowdown for news um, <laughs> considering Game Awards is kind of like the last event for this year, so I think we're going to be struggling yeah, for some true. news. So that's a good point. Questions may help. We'll see. If not, Lucas and I cover vague, weird stories anyway, too. So we'll find something. I'm it's sure true. we do like video game adjacent news sometimes. It's so. true. Or we'll just talk fast food food again. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. We ain't bound to no subjects here. No, whatever. We do what we want and we like it. And what I want to do right now is talk about the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. So, Lucas, I'll go first because you have a couple stories here. Uh, but we'll, oh, yeah, I do. We'll go through mine first. Because um, okay. yours are all about the same subject, and mine are all about the same subject. <laughs> Video um, games. That's what you're... That's well, yeah, yes. Uh, as we said, Game Awards was last night from when we were recording this a couple days ago from when you're hearing this, folks. So we're going to kind of run down some of the bigger announcements, at least in our eyes, that they had talked about. And kind of just give you a quick hit impressions. Like, there's going to be every podcast and be talking about these kinds of things. I'm sure even podcasts on our network are going to be talking about these things here. So we don't want to go ad nauseum. We just want to have some fun and giggles and poke fun of what we want to poke fun of. We hate so, everything. Spoilers. That's <laughs> true. It's true. Um, so the first thing that popped up, and Lucas, this was my close second. Yep. Okay. Was Microsoft officially revealed the new Perfect Dark? Now, spoilers, folks. Here, um, I think he was on Xbox Empire at the time. Jeff Grubb had kind of teased uh, a while ago. I think actually, it was when I was still doing Empire, um, that there was going to be another Perfect Dark coming or a dark esque game coming. It may not be the same type of thing. Well, it's been revealed now officially. The initiative, who's that new Santa Monica based studio, where it's kind of like some of the best of the best in the industry. They're building the super group. Yeah. Um, and this is what they're doing. Um, rather than Rare working on it again, which I kind of expected. Rare is busy, and I don't. The people from Rare that made the original Perfect Dark games, none of them even worked there anymore. So it's like you're not going to get that same type of game just by having Rare do it anyway. So it's fine. Move on. Um, but this one takes place in a world shaped by ec- ecological disaster. Corporations provided solutions in a better w- world, um, but it doesn't look like it's going so well. It's basically like it looks like an espionage game. Um, they don't show any footage. It is a cinematic trailer, uh, but you see Joanna Dark, and she's basically trying to investigate these corporations who are coming up with solutions to deal with natural disasters, stopping floods and hurricanes and tornadoes and things of that nature. So uh, definitely a different take. I don't know. I got like 
the the trailer kind of goes through it with like this almost like a drone following her i guess and they're like trying to track her down and find her i yeah. almost got like splinter cell vibes from it and i don't know if that's yeah. what the game's gonna be like at all but for some reason it just kind of felt that way from the trailer it um, definitely didn't feel like james bond and they were talking about no. like super spies and stuff um i i i actually never played the original but okay. i got the sense that it was the sort of the successor to Goldeneye. is yes. that true? it was yeah it definitely wasn't it was more futuristic like there was aliens there was right. like these super crazy guns that didn't exist you know in like 007 okay. um and stealth was part of it um not like sam fisher splinter cell kind of stealth but yeah but it was very much just it was a continuation like same engine as double as GoldenEye was and all that kind of stuff okay it was just a further more enhancement of what that was and gave it a different storyline everything like that and this seems like it's going to take a different approach i get the sense that this is going to be to perfect dark the original as the reboot of tomb raider was for tomb raider exactly exactly i really think that's what they're doing here they're just kind of rebooting the whole thing which is completely fine because the 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 story in the old was so that crazy anyway and (laughs) it was so long ago that people don't i I can't even remember the full thing i just remember bits and pieces of the game honestly Uh, Um, but i played the crap out of them i played them over and over again i I put more hours i think into the perfect dark games than i did goldeneye to be completely honest like i played Goldeneye a lot too but i i like the the weapons and stuff in this i remember there was a turret you could drop i think it was in a briefcase actually you drop the briefcase and a turret would come up and it would just protect you so it would just spray bullets back and forth as you're also trying to defeat the aliens and everything else coming at you so wow nice wow <laughs> yeah wow wow uh the only nintendo news i think for the whole night came after that <laughs> and a lot of people thought this was going to be the last thing in the show and it wasn't the new smash brothers character was unveiled and it's another swordsman, just what everyone was complaining about. Yay! But it's Sephiroth. Sephiroth, dude, is that soundtrack is a banger? I'll give that to him. Like that, that song is yeah the boss battle song. It is honestly, and even when like you face off them in Kingdom Hearts, they had like a, a re re reprised version of oh. it. I guess whatever. Like, and it was so good. Um, but yeah, Sephiroth comes in, and you think he stabs Mario in the throat. He doesn't. I, I, just goes under his overall thing. Oh, okay. As I say, I see this uh, silhouette picture. Oh, yeah. I see a little silhouette. silhouette. Too <laughs> scaramouche, scaramouche. No, no. Sephiroth, Sephiroth. <laughs> Will you stab me in the armpit? <laughs> but yeah, they, they definitely, like the trailer makes you think it's that. But he actually, the sword is underneath his overall strap. He's like hanging from it. Because they wouldn't do that. And then Cloud comes behind him. Dang, this got dark. What's happening? Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool intro trailer for him. They didn't do any like tricks or anything else like they do. Like kind of whenever they introduce somebody else, they always have like these gimmicky things. They Mm kind of just had that scene from like the original Smash Brothers where they're looking at that weird floaty thing in the sky that controls all the master hands. Yeah. And they're all looking at it like all all the warriors that they've all been knocked back. They're looking at it and all of a sudden it slits right down the middle and falls apart. And you see Sephiroth just slowly descending, and then he goes down and just goes to town on him. And then Cloud shows up, and of course, they have to oh. battle for the rest of the trailer. But it was pretty cool. I, I thought he slowly descended and then stabbed uh, Aerith, Aeris, and, yeah. and spoilers for fun. No, he stabbed Mario. I would be holding Mario like Cloud holds Aeris in that pool and lets, <laughs> lets him go. That'd be me. I'd be like, Mario! And then I'd say, oh, that's right. We got the better brother still, Luigi. Yeah, I said it. What are you going to do? Wearing the hat. What? Um, but yeah, I mean, Sephiroth, it's kind of cool. I- again, it's another character that in my head, I'm like, there's no real Nintendo connection here. But I've I've given up that argument because 
with all of these characters they've done, they've just given up. Like it's it doesn't need to be Nintendo related at all anymore. It's just like all right, whoever we think is cool, or whoever Sakurai wants in, I guess. I don't even know how this works yeah. anymore, to be honest. But it's just like, all right, you had Cloud, and Cloud's been there, so I can't really get mad that Sephiroth showed up, to be honest, because you already have Cloud. So it, whatever, he looks pretty cool. He looks like he's also OP, um, which I'm sure they'll balance because Smash has a lot of balancing. But like well, looking at his move set, he looks pretty ridiculous right off the bat. His but. sword reaches half the stage. So well, the good and I and I thought that too. But the good thing is when he holds it in game, he's actually holding the handle and it's behind him. Behind him, yeah. So it's not like you can just reach out and get like there's moves that yes, it will slash out. Um, he can actually use it to stab the land, so you hang on the ground like if you're falling off the platform, he can oh, stab okay. it and then project himself back up. Um, but yeah, it's not like it's always in front of him. Like Link has a sword out. Sephiroth has a sword yeah, back behind yeah. him. So it, it, they did enough, I think, to make it so it wasn't... I mean, his sword's ridiculous anyway, just like Cloud's is. And I think they did what they could to try and temper that down a little bit and still be true to the character. But yeah, it's cool. But like I said, I can't... It, it's just completely abandoned the Nintendo lore and Nintendo histor- history behind these Smash characters, which is fine. It is what it is now. So anybody's game. I really thought it was going to be the Fortnite guy. I thought it was going to be Jonesy. I really thought it was going to be him, but we'll see. Maybe it still will be eventually. I, I think it's a good get. I, I'm just glad... Well it's funny because i'm like i'm glad it's not some guy from an rpg i don't know and then i'm like wait it's a guy from an rpg i do know so never mind (laughs) whatever yeah it's it's, it is what it is but i mean he looks cool they look again it looks like sakurai spent the attention to detail to honor those characters like he did good it's not like you just throwing him in and does whatever it's like oh it's a clone of you know marth no it's not everyone in his characters are unique and different so you can't get that mad about it he's he he spends so much attention to it. He's a fan of gaming. That's what it is. So he's putting in whatever he's allowed to put in, basically. Whatever we can get the rights to, you know. Yeah. But definitely. speaking of somebody that's in a game that they don't belong in, I think we <laughs> talked about this last week when Kratos was entering into Fortnite. I, I hinted and I told you all that Master Chief was coming and Master Chief was unveiled for Fortnite. Here he was it available is. last night as they were doing the show. He was available right then and there. So for the price of like 20 bucks, you can get Master Chief, um, the Gravity Hammer, uh, his glider, which looks like the spaceship, and then he can drive around in a mini port hog as an emote. <laughs> all they need now is Mario, and they can we can have all of the different uh, people fighting console. Yeah, yeah, they they need to, and and we kind of talk about that. Like I feel like Nintendo has to, but I'm not hearing any rumors about that anymore. Like it was kind of like Kratos Master Chief, and it stopped. And I'm like, I still feel like Nintendo has to have one coming, but I don't know. Nintendo likes to apparently get other people to put their product in their game, but they don't like to share it outward. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's hard too, because their, their, their style is so different that how would you make like Mario look like a regular human guy? It'd be, it'd be tough. They'd probably have to go with somebody else. Yeah. I think it'd have to be like Link or Samus or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, Samus to me makes the most sense, but kids don't know or appreciate Samus. I feel like, so it'd kind of be lost. I think. But it's also weird seeing Kratos walk around with a shotgun, too. So <laughs> That's true. Put Samus on a, a Mountain Dew bottle or Dr. Pepper, and everyone will know who it, who it is. True. At least the kids will. So That's true. But he does look good. I will say Master Chief looks good. They did a good job putting him in there. And if you if you own the Master Chief skin and then you play on Xbox, you also unlock a matte black version of Master Chief, which Whoa. I find racist, but that's, that's how you get him. Um. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Um, the next two things I'm going to lump together. We had two teasers basically for uh, Dragon Age 4 and uh, the next Mass Effect, um, neither of which gave you virtually any substance at all, but they kind of just reminding you that they're still out there. We knew we knew about Dragon Age. 
that was announced already. So that wasn't new. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like you said, you get basically you get a, an, a character because, you know, it's um, uh, what's his, Varus. Yep. Uh, so he's talking about stuff. I find it interesting. He says it's your story, but I feel like it's always in your story because you're basically playing. Yeah. You make a character. Yeah. How is it not? It's a role playing game. You're always, it's always your story. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, of course, you see, oh God, I really don't remember his name at the end. Uh, the elf mage, um, Solace. Yeah. Uh, at the end, who, if you've played the game, you know why that's important. Um, and then with Mass Effect, you get Liara, which, like I said, not my, well, I, I said in Discord, not my favorite Mass Effect character, but I know she is beloved and has a rich uh, history thanks to DLC and stuff. So yeah. not much to go on, but again, that's sort of the, the theme of the night is just pre-C or CGI trailers that yeah. have no gameplay. And I feel like these games are a long ways out too. I mean, especially... I mean, Dragon Age, I, I feel, is, is so far away because last time they showed it, they just showed you, like, concept art. Remember? Like, the last time? Uh, I forget what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just showed you drawings, and they talked to people that were outside. They were interviewing developers, and they were all outside talking about the game. Like, I think that thing's at least 2022, if not further at this point. And Mass Effect, I feel like, I don't know what's going on there. So, like, BioWare was supposed to be working on redoing... Um, Andromeda? Oh, my God, what's that game? Anthem. Oh, and oh, yeah, that kind of gave up on that. So, yeah, they said they were changing the game, so it was going to play something totally different, like like No Man's Sky did eventually. They just said they were doing that. So you had Bioware supposedly working on that. You have Bioware working on the Master Chief Legendary Collection, whatever is the remasters of one, two, and three, and then you have this now. So who's working on what? I don't, I don't know. Um, so I feel like this is also a long way out, but I am happy to see that they kind of abandoned the Andromeda thing and kind of going back to the lore of the original ones. Cause this one definitely takes place after three. Uh, we know that. Um, yeah. so I think they're going to, that's what they needed to do to bring people back in. Uh, cause anything that came out mass effect right off the bat, I tell you right now, I'd be severely hesitant to play if it was just the next, not necessarily Andromeda two, but if it wasn't tied back to the original story, I'd be leery again because Andromeda, I felt burned by this gets me excited to want to go back. So yeah, I agree. I suppose I agree. he's doing his job, but I think it's a long way away. Andromeda should have been something else. It shouldn't have been Mass Effect. Uh, yeah. It had some decent ideas, um, some fun ideas, but it's good to see it go back. And I, I remember uh, somebody was quoted as saying Mass Effect has to go away for a long time yes. before it can come back. Yeah. And it's like, it has been a while now. Uh, it's good to see it back. So Yeah. And I still think, it, like I said, I still don't think it's like a next year type game anyway. So we're still yeah. going to be, we still have more time to cool off from it. So it's true. It is what it is. Uh, Callisto Pro, uh, Protocol, we already talked about that there. Um, Ark Survival Evolved is getting a sequel. I, I don't... Maybe I'm missing... Maybe this is a huge gap in my gaming knowledge. I didn't think this game was that big of a deal, but there's a lot of people talking about this. I've seen um, some YouTube channels that play this specifically for content purposes. Um, okay. So I knew it was somewhat popular. Mm. I just didn't realize how popular it was either. Uh, like, unfortunately I base popularity on how many people I know do this. And I don't know a lot of people and I know even more people who play this. So. <laughs> right. Right. But it has Vin Diesel. So that's something. Yeah. I, I mean, historically Vin Diesel games haven't done the greatest. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe don't put Vin Diesel in your uh, game. Did you play the Chronicles of Riddick? Cause that one was good. Oh yeah. But how long ago was that? Yes. That was, 
gosh, was that even like PS3 era or was that PS2? I don't even remember at this that point. Was Xbox. I remember it being on Xbox, uh, original Xbox. So whatever that, wherever that puts you, 2005, six. Um, this doesn't look like Ark anyway until towards the end. Yeah, because I thought Ark was like you fight dinosaurs and this was like fighting other people. And I was like, I don't know. But again, yeah. I don't know much about the game. I was, I always saw it as something you fight or you run away or survive with dinosaurs, not fight other barbarians and stuff. I don't know. I don't know either. And again, it's another. It's a C, It's a CGI trailer that looks yeah. oddly real, good and yeah. real. But at sometimes it doesn't look good. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's hard. It's the people look okay. It's the environments that yes. almost look Agreed. too fake. So, Agreed. Um, but it's got Vin Diesel, so it made kind of the headlines around that just alone because of that um next couple things i i don't have a big liking for but people are are excited for the studio that's behind gone home in tacoma announced a new game called open roads um and it's about mom and daughter searching for the truth about the deceased grandmother uh, who apparently included a mystery man that wasn't the grandfather a burglary ring and the lost fortune uh it looks like it's a road trip game um and it's i will say i watched the trailer and I kind of like the art style because it's the realistic graphics is the environment, but your characters are like anime. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of different. Like it caught my attention. But the thing is, I didn't like Gone Home. Um, I don't know if I played Tacoma. I think I did. I guess I don't remember because they all kind of blur in these walking sims. Um, so I don't know that I like well, it. I just thought it was a cool, unique art style. Like, hey, they're going for this. This is you know different. I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're definitely animated looking. Um, yeah. Uh, it's tough with these games because I want to like them yeah. and it's by Annapurna, which also does interactive, which also does movies and stuff. Yeah. So you think, okay, it'll be interesting, but I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes they suck. Like, let's be yeah, honest. Like, they're just boring. Yeah. Or, you know, it might not be what you're looking for at the time. So, mm-hmm. and then to have the other two that you're going to talk about. Yeah. I, there's no one. I mean, I don't, I don't really much say about this, but season is like a bike road trip. So it's another like traveling game. This looks more like a, like journey to me. Like you're just, walking like just yeah, straight up exactly well and there's times where like you do actually see some gameplay in this one yeah and yeah you're like walking and riding a bicycle and then like walking your bicycle <laughs> it's just like i are you just going places is that i mean I, that's what i gathered like i don't I don't know that that one did absolutely nothing for me at all though. Like looking at that one, I'm like whatever. Yeah, this is not. I need to see more about this because like I get it. Like half of video games are about going places and doing things, but if it's just gonna be move your character forward and listen to talking over it, that that's a tough sell for me these days. Just because it's like I think of uh, uh, Firewatch. Firewatch was a decent one where you had you had things to do while you listen to people talk. Yeah. Um. This I don't know. These are tough sells for me. I want to like them though. I really do. Yeah. And like I said, I try a lot of these and you're right. Like some of them are great and some of them are just so bad you're like, why did I waste time doing this? But Yeah, they're just try too hard or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um the last one though, Road ninety six. This one I liked. This one had had me interested. Yeah. Um I agree. It's a different art style again, but I like it. And it seemed to have like a lot of action, a lot of different gameplay styles built into it. It looks like there's some driving aspects. Um, and basically you're, you're escaping a country in turmoil, but it looks very intense, very uh, high octane, if you will. But again, it's another road trip. So it's kind of funny. You have like three games all about going on a journey. On a journey. Uh, but to me, Road 96 looks like the best of the group to me. It's, this one, even though it's cartoony, looks more like a Pixar movie uh, or something yeah. of that nature. 
or maybe something Blizzard would put together. Mm. Um, or uh, Valve, sorry, not Blizzard, Valve. Because I get like, when I see these two guys jumping up on the counter, they remind me of Team Fortress 2 a little <laughs> yes. bit for some reason. Uh, so they have it. Or maybe Overwatch. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But either way. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you meant at first was Overwatch when you said Blizzard. So, All visually interesting, but that's the problem. They tend to be style over substance. Yeah. And that's kind of the issue sometimes. But Exactly. So I don't know. But this this one caught my attention. I like this one. Yeah. Um, the original Left 4 Dead studio, Turtle Rock, showed off his new zombie game, Back for Blood, which is basically Left 4 Dead. So zombies, but it looked really cool, I thought. Yeah, it really, when you see this, okay, like... If you don't if you don't like zombie games, obviously this isn't gonna help you at all. But no, no. If you go back and look at Left 4 Dead, it was definitely time after seeing this trailer, you're just like, Holy cow, Left 4 Dead is ugly <laughs> compared to this. So it was definitely oh, yeah. they get a visual upgrade and they're kind of the ones that started this whole sort of four player co op zombie shooting vermintide. There's plenty of other versions yeah. of this game, but they were sort of the first one to do it, so yeah, uh, and I think it's it's due. It, the time is due for another one of these, where it's like this kind of game, where it's fun. You can you yeah. can sync up with your friends if you can manage to find the time. I know we all talk about that a lot here on PSVG, but this looks like a good one that I think a lot of people would be having a lot of fun with. Like this looks like it's well done. Um, a little more focused. Like I like the zombies mode in Call of Duty, but it's it's a little weird because there's one continuous thing that just keeps going. Whereas you know th- these are going to be like stages. There's going to be levels to it. Like there's going to be a story behind it. So I kind of like these a little bit better. Yeah, they've always had sort of this idea that they you're in, a, or at least in Left 4 Dead, the idea that you were in like movie, um, mm-hmm. movie situations, and there was always like a storyteller thing in the background, kind of yep. deciding what to spawn and when and everything. So um, hopefully that carries on because that was very yeah. uh, kind of a nice thing to have where you're, it's tailoring your experience to what you're doing. So yeah, yeah. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Disco Elysium coming March 2021. Uh, we'll add a new quest and voice acting um, to the PC version. If you already have it, you're getting this upgrade for free to the final cut. And then it's coming to PS4 and PS5. And then we'll eventually hit Xbox and Switch a little later, it says. Uh, uh, it doesn't say when. I'm excited for it because I've wanted to play this game, but I didn't want to play it on a PC, to be completely honest. Um, so I'm very excited to see this hit consoles, and hopefully I'll get my chance to play it. Um, whether it's on Xbox or, or PS, PS4, I definitely do want to play it. So it was kind of cool to see that news uh, finally drop. We all figured it was coming to console eventually, but not necessarily an upgraded version. Um, and then the fact it's hitting PlayStation before it hits anything else. Agreed. This is going to be on my radar. It's been a long time coming, but now I don't have to buy it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. hopefully, if the library hopefully. gets it. They're pretty, they lag on getting those new games, though. It usually takes them two oh. weeks before they get the new stuff. So. How dare they? I know. Free. I'm going to send them a strongly worded letter. You should. Um, Among Us is getting a new map. I'm not ready to talk about that because nah. that is what it is. It's cool, Ever, but I mean, everyone sticks to the original map anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Evil Dead, the game coming out as well. This also looks cool, but it looks more like, you know, Left 4 Dead again. Yeah, it really does. And maybe I don't know the references. Like, there's a guy in armor. Is that from Left 4 I mean, uh, Evil Dead 3? Evil Dead prop, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't understand who all these people are. Maybe that will, maybe that will, uh, you'll know what all of that means when you play the game. But yeah, it kind of, I'm not going to lie. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, dead by daylight. 
Yeah, on Friday the 13th. 13th, game. yep. That's that's what I was thinking too. I was like, it looks like that matched with this. Because obviously you're not just running from one character or hunting one character. So I don't think that's there. But the yeah. way it's playing in the movement definitely seems like Friday yeah. the 13th or Dead by Daylight. 100%. I'm with you. Um, it looks cool. I mean, we got we got Ash. It's it's voice acted. So, I mean, that that's kind of neat. So I think you mean it's groovy. <laughs> I don't I don't have a ash voice <laughs> but it seems cool so we'll see um i i, I hate to say this because this is always like the the bad thing i don't see this being a 60 dollar game for me and josh is cringing right now because he's like i pay a hundred dollars <laughs> for this game no offense to josh or anything like that but like to me this seems more like the the predator game where it's like it's gonna be very niche you have to have people to play with and it makes more sense in my mind to be a cheaper value because of that now if there's a single player campaign you can do on your own then great but to me this looks like multiplayer game which is fine but it's always harder to for me to justify 60 dollars in a game that can really only be played with other people that makes it right yeah i agree i one up you on the poo poo on josh with saying i'll wait for it to come to game pass that's like the ultimate <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it comes, maybe I'll install it for a day and check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I, there's not really much else I want to talk about here. Um, News on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of skipping a whole bunch. I'm looking. I think the only yeah. thing I really want to talk about is Evil West, another zombie game. Um, looks yeah. Looks kind of cool. I will say it looks interesting enough too. It's a Western zombie game, um, which had you know Seth's ears perked up like right away when you saw it. Again, though, it's a cinematic trailer, so I'm not really sure how the game is going to play. But it looks neat, at least in concept here. Yeah, it. the character reminds me of somebody we've seen before in a video game. And I can't remember what it is. And I'm trying to figure out what. Is it Cowboy but, from Overwatch? No, it, it's an older game. I want to say it's the one about like verticality and your... Um, it was more about... It was a first-person shooter, but you were going up in, more often than side to side or forward i guess i don't know i'm i'm i don't know Time i mean all, uh no all the cowboys i mean they all basically look the same so i'm really That's splitting hairs. racist but uh, <laughs> uh also it's a focus interactive game so don't get too excited oh that's true i didn't even think of that you're right i just saw right, at least the reveal trailer looked cool <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it looks okay it looks it's we don't know what the gameplay is like, but I'm yeah. going to guess that it is Doom-esque, but with vampires in a cowboy setting, just based on what we see. It has sort of that like attitude, and yeah. he has this glove, and there's all these different weapons, and they're sort of ganging up on him the way that they do in Doom. So that's kind of my that's my guess, is it'll be like a, a Doom uh, adrenaline rush game. Which honestly, if it's like that, I'm good. Uh, Doom Eternal was just a little too much for me after a while. I'm like, mm. um, but yeah. Don't you want those platforming sections? So. I'm good. Uh, Fall Guys is getting another season. No shocker. It's all winter themed again. No shocker. It's December, folks. Yeah. You know, I didn't even play season two. And something else that's not in this article, Lucas, that I need to point out, and this might actually get me to buy Overcooked All You Can Eat Edition, which is a remastered. Uh, yeah. The Swedish Chef was added from the Muppets. What? Yep. That's got to be the first crossover they've had at all, then, because I don't think they've had any like yep. actual content like that. Wow, nope. that's amazing. Yep, with his eyebrows, his mustache, everything—it's all there. I'm very excited for that. I love it. 
and it's oh. only in that version so caro got very mad when i had to point that out to her that it's only available in the new game <laughs> i'm like they've given you all of these like dlcs and stuff that they've done for free right. and you get mad because now they're like hey can you guys kind of buy our next game please <laughs> with this creator chef Forty bork 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 <laughs> all right i'm done with the game awards there was some game pass announcements yakuza some other stuff like that y'all can look it up but that's all the stuff lucas and i feel like talking about yeah um, so lucas what do you got is he got some some punk of the cyber news going on yeah i decided you know what i was so excited for cyberpunk i mean issues aside it was one of the most highly anticipated games ever and uh we've got some stories here to cover the auxiliary stories uh, of, mm-hmm. of cyberpunk, but we'll start with the most obvious. Uh, well, I guess not auxiliary, but the fact that tw- cyberpunk 2077 is the biggest PC launch in history. That's uh, crazy. Well, yeah, it is crazy. Um, I, I guess I'm surprised just because it feels like the console generations, like they're even more popular than they would have been back in like the two thousands uh, era so it's kind of surprising that something like a half-life or like half-life 2 or crisis or something like that didn't have that record still but uh world of warcraft shadowlands apparently held that record for a few days <laughs> yeah for like a week if that <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know many world of warcraft players now either uh but regardless of that, you know, regardless of all the things that are happening and some people being let down with the way it's performing and stuff, also other people are super excited for the way it looks and the way it's performing. So it's a very weird yeah. mix depending on where you are. 59% of sales were on PC of the game, 41% on console. Um, I guess it's no, it shouldn't be surprised just uh, how they've treated CD Projekt Red has treated their PC players in the past. They've always yeah. been PC centric, which is no surprise for a game company coming from Europe. They tend to be more mm-hmm. PC centric there. Um, 59% of 8 million copies sold altogether is 4.72 million copies. So uh, Cyberpunk is over a million units ahead of Shadowlands, even before the purchases made on day one itself. So these were just pre-orders. They That's made true. all their money back off pre-orders. Yeah. So they exceeded the marketing and the development costs. That's nuts for a game that took eight years. That's you're normally hemorrhaging. Oh my money God, you're that. right. That's I didn't crazy. think of that. Jesus. So it's good for, I mean, that's good for them. Uh, it's good for the company too. I mean, we, there was a lot of, uh, talk about crunch and how they weren't going to have to do it. And then they did have to do it and everything and whatever. But, regardless of any of that, the people who worked on this game should be proud of what they've done. And the fact that they have been able to make up that money day one, like that's just great news for everybody. Yeah. You can't even imagine that that was going to happen. Like that's, and you, and you think too, like, so you talk about like, Oh, you're surprised kind of how it, the console sales were lower. I think to the time that this game is actually releasing now, um, Yes, console gamers are going to buy their games day one, but if somebody's like looking at buying it for a gift or thinking they may get it for a gift for Christmas, this game is going to sell for a while afterwards too. For sure. So those, I think the console numbers might catch up and even out as people get the game 
and you know, that- or they buy it after Christmas if they get money or whatever. And yeah. then plus it's going to get another bump, I feel, when the next gen patch comes out. Like there are yeah. some people that are going to wait for the Series X version or the PS5 version. So they're like, I'm just gonna hold off, so why buy it now? Because you may be able to get it cheaper once it actually I mean, I don't know how it's gonna work, but yeah, it, you may run into that too. Um but yeah, it's just crazy that you're like you're right. I forgot about the whole like they've been doing this for eight years and they made all their money back in one day on pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Um, also, you have a lot of people who are hoping to upgrade their computer right now. So That's this is probably yep. the the first thing people think of to check if it runs uh, on ultra settings. Uh, it run crisis. <laughs> it might be the new crisis uh, for this generation. And as I had mentioned, it's it's been a while since we've had a PC game that really pushes the boundaries of what current tech can do there have been a few but um not too many so hey do you want to talk about a different game for a little while sure uh all right i I added this in just in case you guys got tired of cyberpunk uh we're going to talk a little bit about forza horizon 4 which is still getting content and you can play the game pass yes you can yes you can because i would never buy a game uh (laughs) especially if i get for free uh well, it's getting a Cyberpunk 2077 vehicle tomorrow. It's still about Cyberpunk, sorry. It's the Cyberpunk 2777 vehicle, though. The one that I wish was real because it kind of looks like a DeLorean it does. or something. It does. <laughs> I don't know. It's got those taillights, but yet it, it's got that steel silver color, the big wheels that keep on turning. Proud Mary's going to drive this all the way into the sunset. <laughs> and she'll keep on burning, baby. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to add it. Um, yep, I do. One, it's amazing this game is still getting uh, uh, stuff. Just, I mean, that's yeah, really to support. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it's good because, and again, let's give Jeff Grubb a nod here too. He was on Empire and, and actually made headlines saying that it looked like a new Forza Horizon was going to come out before um, Forza Motorsport would, and maybe that's still true. But a lot of people thought this was going to be the announcement, um, including Forza Horizon's own Twitter handle saying, "Hey, make sure you tune into the Game Awards." And everyone thought, like, "Oh my God, they're going to announce the next Horizon," and it's just. I don't want to say just the car, but it was the car. Like you said, they're still supporting the game, which is great. Yeah. And I prefer the Horizon series over the motorsport. So, like, I don't want the realism. I want more of the arcade stuff. Yeah, but, it's more fun. Yeah, I think everybody thought, like, this was the announcement, and then it turned out to be just the car. While well, it's still cool, where you're like, oh. So I still have Listen, to play the old one, though. <laughs> like, see, here's the thing about racing games and these. Basically, these are the games that have always at least I feel historically shown the graphical power early on in a console's life. Mm -hmm. And the closer that we get to photorealism, the longer it's going to take before there's a difference in graphics. So I think not only from the perspective of having a new, uh, like releasing a game so that it stays relevant. It's also, you want to make sure the game actually looks different and plays differently. Mm -hmm. And I think, it's going to just get harder and harder to accomplish that when there's less and less of a difference between the games and the way they look and the way they feel. So, um, but yeah, I just, I love this car and now I I, I might actually get this just so I can drive the car. Oh wait, I could drive it in cyberpunk 2077, but can I race around like this? I don't know. Cause I haven't gotten that far. Have we, speaking of which side note, were you frustrated at all that you haven't been able to drive yet? Cause I was kind of like, 
when I got in the car the first time, I thought they wanted me to drive like yeah. they would in Grand Theft Auto. And I was like, oh, wait, no, never mind. I don't know if we're going to drive, to be honest. I don't know that you're going to. Maybe. maybe. I I, I thought know. you could. Maybe you can't. I thought you were able to drive. I don't know. I avoided all like media coverage of the game, so I don't know. Wait, I think you can because there's an option that asks what kind of camera you want if you get in a vehicle. So, yes, you definitely get to drive uh, eventually. Okay. Okay. I don't know what the driving is like. It might be like batman arkham knight <laughs> in that driving sequence Some so. tunnels. yes go. oh god yes uh and then lastly to uh wrap up this cyberpunk 2077 love fest the launch trailer contained a secret message kevin Ooh. did you know that no i did not know that oh i was really hoping you had it figured out well this is gonna be real short then no i'm just kidding uh so when the trailer dropped the launch trailer as it were uh if you watch it there apparently is a secret message, uh, a little Easter egg, if you will, for uh, teasing basically future expansions, which uh, some of which will be, or not expansions, but some of the DLC will be free, um, which will probably just drop in some cool stuff, uh, mm. maybe weapons, uh, stuff to wear. Um, but yeah, this all hints to DLC basically, but some of it's going to be free, which is pretty cool because. Uh, I don't know more stuff, right? Can't complain about that. So sometimes I feel like this is the way that artists who like tried to make stuff that made it into the game, get it into the game after the fact they're like, eh, we're not going to put it in the game right now, but maybe as a DLC pack, you can put your shark gun in or, or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. It's hundred (laughs) percent. They're like, well, we made all this stuff, but I want to put it all in the release. Let's let's just give it away for free later on. And people will be excited and happy. And like, sure enough, we are, we're we're trained that way. I mean, just in general, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't mean to like hump the leg of CD project red, but I was mentioning, and I know a couple other people mentioned that like the packings that you get with the game too, for a regularly priced, well, in some cases, $50 yeah. game uh, is, is something you don't see a lot. They used to do that a lot in big box PC games and stuff like that. But now you have to buy the special edition, which costs a yeah. hundred dollars. And then you get the soundtrack and an art book that you'll look at one time and that type of thing. So they're giving some of the stuff they give, they give away the milk for free because you'll um, pre-order the cow, but they own the farm, and the milk is like DLC. Okay, so they're gonna give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, no, not now, not now, not now. Okay, in the coming weeks, give it away, give it away, give it away in, a, in the coming weeks. And if you take that milk you talked about from the cow. And you shake it. Does it does bring it... all the boys to the yard? To the yard. And if it, if so, is it the front yard, the backyard, the side? I mean, I don't know where they're supposed to go. And is the yard in Night City in this case? I, I don't think there's. Be. I don't think there's one yard in Night City. I don't look at Night City and go, "There's probably a yard in there somewhere." <laughs> where do all the children play? I'm in parking lots, <laughs> as God intended. <laughs> God intended. They paved paradise and they put up a parking lot and now the kids play there. That's So whew. you're saying they paved paradise and put up a parking lot? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh boy. We got him in at the end, folks. We did. Somebody. Sorry everybody. We do this to amuse ourselves again. We don't really care. But if you go on Spotify and you look up PSVG Prime, we have a playlist of all these things we sneak in that you can enjoy or not enjoy. Whatever you'd like. Um it's true. 
Lucas, it's time to pack it up, man. Where can people find you and other stuff you like to do online? Uh, you can find me on Flexed Post. I do a little show, much like the last 30 seconds or a minute you just heard. That is basically <laughs> all of Flexed Post. Uh, less musically inclined, though. Um, and then I'm also on uh, Twitter, at Heavy Metal underscore Riff, and Discord, same there. Uh, you can talk to me. I, I had a thought for my new name, and I, oh. I was going to run it by you. Virtual banana, because it combines virtual reality and bananas. Uh, but I'm playing around with that idea. So virtually banana, vir- virtual b- banana, you know, neon VR banana. banana, VR banana. VR banana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying VR to. Banana think. sounds dirty though. <laughs> like it does. Which That's is, why I fit so well. Right, right, right. It makes sense. Um, <laughs> you folks can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things, basically. Uh, and then just lastly, head on over to PSVG.blog to find links to all the stuff we do here at the Place and Video Games Podcast Network. We would greatly appreciate it. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for hopefully telling a friend and sharing the good word. But most importantly, we ask, as always, that you never stop shaking your milk. That's how you make chocolate milk. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content. <laughs>